When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, ladies and gents, boys and girls, good morning. Happy Thursday. Happy game day. What is going on? Thursday, September the 29th, 2022, as we get situated back on the home front. I see Austin War, Ken's, I Dig Music, Brennan M, Travi, Hunter Johnson, Luke RJ, Chase Floyd, JD Holbrooks. Austin War, what's going on? Also, Daniel Graham, what's going on? DGD, appreciate you tuning in. Also, all those in the Big Cock Club Discord. Head over to the TDC Questions channel. The TDC Questions channel. Be sure your questions are answered there. Good morning to you all. Appreciate you all tuning in. Get up. It is game day indeed. I got to be honest. I don't think this will be a permanent thing. I kind of like 12 to 2. I'll be honest with you. As someone that wakes up at about 8.30 or 9 in the morning, I don't think 10 to 12 is going to be my cup of tea. Either way, though, it's game day and we make it rock. Appreciate you all tuning in. We are taking your questions, your comments, and your calls. 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. Here on this Thursday, and again, more importantly, it is Game day. Again, guys, you can see we are back in the studio. Again, thank you all so much. Rolling with the punches this week. I know it's been kind of a crazy week with yours truly. Uh, Out of town and all that good stuff. So thank you all for being flexible with everything. Uh, Just a quick content update. Of course, guys, we are live right now for the Daily Crow. We'll be live until noon as Todd Smith drops the super chat. Todd, thank you, sir. Appreciate you, Todd. Um, And if you do want to support the business, support the channel, support the content, and you're on YouTube, you can do so through Super Chat, Super Stickers, all that good stuff. We are live today, though, on the Daily Crow until noon. J.C. Sherbert will join us at 10.15 for his weekly Thursday conversation. I appreciate J.C. being flexible with that. He will join us in about 12 minutes to talk about the game tonight, all of his thoughts on South Carolina and SC State. Uh, Guys, podcast will indeed drop. Tomorrow, as normal, the podcast will drop tomorrow. It will be a full breakdown, what you would hear on a Monday. We will now drop that tomorrow morning. So, going to be a late night for yours truly. We're going to make the trip down today. I see Sean Carter asking, tailgating for the game. Yes, yes, we'll be out at Seawells around 2.30 or so. The lot opens at 2.30. Forgive me if I'm out there at 3 o'clock, guys. Might be 3 o'clock, but either way. We'll be out there pretty close to 2.30, and we'll try to be there as close to 2.30 as I possibly can. Um, but yeah, we'll be out there at Seawells, tailgating, having a good time. And and uh, like I said, we'll go to the game tonight and then we'll turn right right around and come back and record the show. We'll probably hit record about 1 a.m. Friday morning and uh, the show will drop as normal 5 a.m. Friday morning for you all. So it'll be a full recap, full breakdown, everything you normally see on a Monday. You will get that tomorrow. What will the Monday podcast be, you ask? I have no idea, and we will cross that bridge when we get to it. It might just honestly be like a Q&A type thing, to be honest with you. It might be a Q&A type thing, and maybe 
an interview or something like that. But either way, guys, we are live here. That's all that matters. Taking your questions, your comments, and your calls. 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. Guys, again, it's game day. It's game day. How about it? How about it? It is game day. Gamecocks taking on SC State tonight. How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? I feel like folks are excited it's a little bit of a mixed bag, though, because it is South Carolina State, and I, it's almost like a surreal feeling. Like, it's, 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 it's a surreal that it's like, wow, it's, a, it's actually game day today. Like, we actually play tonight. Um, so, it's a little bit different, a little bit different for sure, but again, got to roll with the punches, and I know this football team, you're ready to go, and I'm, ex- I'm expecting a very exciting game Tonight, very exciting. I think the Gamecocks win big. In case you missed it yesterday, guys, I got South Carolina winning the game 66-10. to 10. Uh, Connor Lee says, weather is miserable and the wind is too much. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting, Connor, a very, very light crowd at Willie B tonight. I, and I think, again, we could have a 1,000 people there, and, and I wouldn't blame Gamecock Nation, dude. I, I really wouldn't. I mean, game gets moved, right? It's South Carolina State. But also what you have to take into consideration, Bad weather is going to come in town tonight. What's going on, man? How are you? Hey, Chris. How's it going, man? I'm doing well. Appreciate you asking. What's up? Um, <clears throat> I wanted to say, by the way, um, I was surprised you ain't got you a big chair yet, man. You said that she was going to get you a big one uh, – Coming off the last location that you were at. Yeah, I mean, I just got in town last night at like seven o'clock, and I was I was whooped, man. I wasn't wasn't even didn't even feel like going to the store last night. So it, it will happen, though. It will happen. Yeah, it will happen. <laughs> yeah, I guess I can't blame you for uh, hitting the furniture store and grabbing one of them at that time. I know I definitely wouldn't. Yeah, no, um, it, it'll happen though. That was a uh, <clears throat> that was a heck of a vibe. So it will definitely happen. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed the show the past couple of days. It was really cool to um, see you out there and all that good stuff. Looked like you were real comfortable chilling. I appreciate um, that. Taking in as much good vibes and energy as you can, especially with everything going on. But uh, yeah, yeah, man. Um, I just wanted to uh, kind of hit on something um, as far as tonight goes. You know, I'm really pumped up. Happy game day, by the way, and happy game, happy day, game day to all my fellow gamers out there. Um, yeah, tonight, man. Like. You know, obviously last week, you know, or not last week, but well, I mean, yeah, technically last week, we um, come out and had a little bit of a struggle in the first half right there. But, you know, ended up capping it off real good there in the second half. Proud of our guys. Um, but here's my concern going in. I'm just going to, you know, cause I know uh, you got J.C. Sherbert coming on here soon. I'm just going to ask, you know, hop off. Um, I just kind of want to get a little bit more of your take on tonight with how you're feeling um, going into it offensively, schematically, you know, because I was thinking last week, I was like, okay, you know, and I don't know if any anybody else is thinking this, I'm aware that you are, but, um, you know, going into it, I like our strategy with running the ball and getting our offensive line comfortable and getting Marshawn comfortable back there. Obviously, had a breakout game. Awesome to watch. And, um, but, yeah, tonight, you know, going into it, I was like, okay, well, you know, we decided we wanted to run the ball a lot last week, and that's fine. You know, get that run game going, get that offensive line built up. But tonight, I don't know how you can't put any kind of emphasis on getting the ball downfield, you know, and let Spencer kind of have a free day, if you would, like a field day, you know. Because, I mean, you 
you got you got like you said yesterday, like you hit on. You got to get him rolling, and uh, you know it, it, it's it's not ever like tonight is the best night to do it. And honestly, I feel, I don't know about anybody else, but I feel like I would be a little hesitant and a little like it would make me question this coaching staff a little bit. You know, even though I have all the faith in the world of Shane Beamer, but man, I can't tell you I was ooh. I was getting mad. I, I mean, I'm sure everybody else was too. Against you know, on Marcus Satterfield in that first half, man, I was I just could not like I would get so mad I could barely breathe. Like it was, it was just driving me crazy. So I don't know, but I mean, he's got a chance to kind of you know let Spencer do his thing tonight, and I kind of wanted to get um, you know your take on that and all that good stuff. And I'll uh, with that, I'll hop off and uh, let you do your thing, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate the call, man. Thanks so much for the question, and uh, happy game day to you as well. Uh, no, good stuff. I, mean, I, I think that uh, the, the emphasis will be the run game again tonight. I think you look at the weather, and <clears throat> it, it is going to be a windy night tonight at Willie B. I, I think that uh, we will run the football. I mean, and and I, listen, guys, I, I've been saying all week, get Spencer Rattler going, let him air it out. I'm not saying, as I said yesterday, I'm not saying throw it 70 times, right? Like, I, I'd love to see balance. I'd love to see balance in the offense. And, um, you know, SC State gives up 200 and. 55 yards per game on the ground. We're, we're going to run the ball. I mean, we're going to run the ball. We should run the ball. We should run the ball. We shouldn't just ignore that area of the game that we can most definitely expose. But let's see some balance. And, and when you do throw the football, right? When you do throw the football, go down the field with it. You know, it ain't got to be a swing pass. It ain't got to be a screen. It ain't got to be a dump off. You know what I mean? So, but I wonder how the weather affects it. I was just taking a look about 15 mile an hour winds and, you know, that's that's significant. I mean, that, that's not just like a light breeze. That's some significant wind. So, you know, if the wind keeps up and it's real bad tonight, it might be just a heavy emphasis on on the run game. And while it will be, uh, you know, while it will be kind of, you know, leave me desiring more, leave us desiring more, you know, you, you got to win the football game first and foremost. And if the weather calls for more run plays than pass plays, then so be it. You know, I mean, that's all you can do. Um, I appreciate the question. Thank you so much for the call. J.C. Sherbert joining us in about four minutes or so, guys. I went ahead and closed up the phone lines. Um, really excited to chat with J.C. and get his thoughts on the game tonight and everything happening with the Gamecocks. And uh, feels good yet to be back in studio, guys. I will I will definitely at some point be getting the uh, the big comfy chair. I, I, I can assure you of that. I will be getting the big comfy chair. Um, so, Lance, what's going on, man? <clears throat> appreciate you tuning in cocky neck gator what's up what's up yeah I see my folks in the big cock club discord telling me that apparently the wind is whipping out here the wind is whipping yeah i think it might be a, a hoodie night guys you look at the weather <clears throat> you look at the weather in columbia for the game um it's not going to get out of the 60s at all today wind is going to be about 15 miles an hour it's going to be the highest i think it's going to get around 68 degrees at kickoff, expecting to be 67 degrees with 14-mile-an-hour winds. I mean, it, it, it's going to be jacket weather. It's going to be jacket weather. Um, so, anyways, <clears throat> taking your questions, comments, and calls. Guys, again, we are counting down until J.C. Sherbert joins us. Excited to get his thoughts and his uh, feelings on the game tonight. How y'all feeling on a morning Daily Crow, by the way? A morning TDC. Like I said at the top of the show, uh, I'll be sticking to 
I'll be sticking to my 12 to 2 routine, I think. But uh, hey, it's fun that we can switch it up. It's fun that we can change things up and we can hop in here and do our thing and and uh, we, we can chat and conversate and have a real good time. So I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all being flexible and and again, being able to rock and roll with the punches and being cool with everything as, as we change the schedules and, and stuff like that. So anyways, excited to get back to Columbia though, guys. Again, we will be at Seawell's 230 Around 2.30 or so is when the tailgate will get going. We'll have the towels for sale. We'll have koozies for sale. And all those, by the way, who have ordered towels, koozies, anything of the sort, um, just know that those are currently being packaged and will be shipped ASAP. Please exert patience. Please exert patience, right, when it comes to... um, all of our latest merchandise just because of the storm and everything else. Um, so let's see. We had a call. Somebody left a voicemail. Do me a favor and call back in after the call back in after JC Scherzer. So, okay. Austin Wars says, love the early morning show. I can start at 5 a.m. every day. Okay. Very good. Hey, you're on that 5 a.m. grind. I love it. I love it, my guy. I love it. I love it. Uh, Luke RJ, thoughts about moving the game to today and playing before the storm hits Columbia. I mean, you, you want to get the game in, Luke. You want to get the game in. You know, it's interesting, though. I saw my guy Mitch, Mitch Weather on Twitter. Shout out to Mitch. Does a fantastic job. He apparently said he thought we could have played the game Saturday. So... I mean, it's it's actually showing now, guys, an 8% chance of rain on Saturday. So, could we have actually played on Saturday? I guess that's up for debate. I don't know. I mean, I, I you know, did they maybe pull the trip? But they, they had to make a quick decision. You know what I mean? They, they had to make a quick decision. They, could, they couldn't sit around, right, and, and wait and, and all that. Um, yeah, Lady Bree, yeah, I made, I made the, sorry I didn't make the announcement more public on social media yesterday. I, I got into, I got into town, or yeah, got back into town last night. And dude, I was, I, honestly, I was just tired from the driving, tired from the driving and didn't get the news out there on, uh, I, I didn't get the news out there, Lady Bree, it, it normally, how, how I normally would, so I apologize for that. All right, we got him in here. Let's go ahead. Obviously, he joins us every single Thursday. And, guys, we appreciate him being flexible with his time. Really fun stuff because it is a game day edition of the Daily Crow and a game day conversation we're having with J.C. Sherbert of Inside the Game of the Big Spur. J.C., what's going on, my friend? Happy game day. Good morning, and I appreciate you taking the time. Hey, what's up? Hey, no problem. Good to be with you today, Chris. And uh, certainly – kind of happy uh, that it's game day today. You know, I, I think sometimes I, I don't know about everybody else. I get a little anxious during the week, you know, <laughs> uh, around this time. And, um, y- you know, a lot of memories have come back this week in terms of uh, the Thursday night contest around Carolina. And, and I think that's awesome. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, it, it's a, it's a good feeling. Uh, I know when these things have been rescheduled in the past, uh, it's the fourth time this has happened or canceled uh, as it was in 2018 with Marshall. Uh, maybe there's not those positive feelings, but it's been, it's been really cool uh, this week. Um, good to play South Carolina state again. Uh, a lot, a lot of respect for that program and uh, getting ready to go. Uh, happy, uh, happy game day got moved up uh, a couple of days this week. Yeah. 
JC, you asked me the question. You obviously bring it up, so I'll ask it right back to you. Favorite Thursday night memory as a Gamecock or watching Gamecocks football? Obviously, I know we talked yesterday. The 09 Ole Miss game is one that the birth of Sandstorm, that's the one that jumps to the top. But there's been some great ones. 05 UCF, Steve Spurrier's debut. Um, 2010 Southern Miss, you think of 07 against Kentucky on that rainy Thursday night in 07. 2001 Mississippi State was one you brought up. What's your uh, which which game again? I know 09 Ole Miss, like we talked yesterday, that's kind of the no brainer answer. But uh, Thursday night games, most memorable Thursday nights for South Carolina football you can recall. I, I'm gonna go uh, I, I, that 01 Mississippi State game uh, was was mine. I, I uh, you know just kind of what was going on in our country. Uh, you know, the, the fact that I had a bachelor party that night, <laughs> uh, that was kind of fun. Um, you know, lifetime memories that weekend with my buddy getting married, one of my best friends in the world. Uh, and just kind of at the time, Chris, you know, South Carolina and Mississippi State were permanent opponents. Uh, I think the Gamecocks have won once in Starkville ever uh, since they joined the SEC at the time. Uh, they were a good team. Uh, at the time, in 01, uh, Jackie Sherrill, that was kind of his last good team. Uh, Andrew Pinnock uh, broke free for a big touchdown run late. Carolina's defense dominated in a 16-14 win. Uh, and that really kind of set the tone for a 5-0 start that year. Uh, Carolina, I think, got into the top 10 before losing at Arkansas. But, uh, you know, that game was cathartic in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, I was at 07 Kentucky and at 09 uh, Ole Miss, and, and I think those games were very, very important in terms of how Spurrier built the program into what it ultimately was, uh, surpassing its previous ceiling. Um, so I'm not discounting those games at all, but uh, just for me personally, I like that. And then and yesterday, you know, we were talking about the the Muschamp um, opener at Vandy uh, that year. Boy, boy, you look back at that, that's another one of those gritty, gritty Gamecock-style wins. Because uh, uh, Vandy probably outplayed Carolina most of that game, uh, and the Gamecocks defense just uh, would not relent. Elliott Fry hit the big field goal and uh, kept the streak going uh, against the Commodores. Uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I don't know that anybody's going to look back on that game and be like, "Oh, that was a great memory." <laughs> Hey, yeah, for me, it definitely was. My bad on that. I mean, I, good, I, don't, I may have hit something. I don't know. Hey, plus champ hackers, you just experienced it. Yeah, there we go. The ghost now, of the machine. Now you're really in the daily. I, I believe now. I'm a, I am a believer As now. As you were you talking know. about the 2016. Yeah, yeah, it goes back. That. It's like, uh, you know, like, it's, uh, yeah, you got to overcome the adversity on the field. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you just see his face. Beautiful. Beautiful. JC, I, you know, it's funny, man. I was looking at the weather report. I know that, you know, kudos to South Carolina first thing for, for being willing to make the decision and get out ahead of it. And this is something where you can't wait till day of or day before or anything like that to, you know, because there's a lot that goes into hosting a football game when you, when you talk about, you know, with the fans and the teams and, and all the, you know, everything that goes into game day. It's interesting, though, JC, you look at the weather now for Columbia, high of 73 on Saturday and an 8% chance of rain. So it's like maybe they could have played Saturday. I, I I don't know. It's uh, but I think South Carolina obviously with the information they had available at the time made the best possible decision. Because if you don't make the decision and it's a wash on Saturday, like you mentioned, you really lose out on an opportunity to pick up a win that you know you might need going down the stretch. Yeah, and, and, and you know you you don't want to 
the worst case scenario is you're, you're sitting there and you cancel the game like they did in 18. Uh, you may not find an Akron, you know, that can come play you. I mean, you know, you don't know what's going to happen uh, with other schools. I mean, you know, could you have gone and maybe gotten – I mean, I, I don't know, you know. So, so and, and the other thing is this. The storm is probably going to hit the coast of South Carolina. It will be much diminished. Uh, thank God, because I mean, there's, there's a bad situation in Southwest Florida now, uh, really throughout the state of Florida. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's just one of those things where you think about first responders and, and, and police and uh, EMS and, and, you know, people that need maybe to get off the coast yeah. uh, that are right there uh, on the beach or whatever. And the storm surge will happen that maybe need those hotel rooms and stuff in Columbia that, that would have been taken up. So, uh, you know, this one, the other ones I've had really mixed feelings about, <clears throat> of course, in 2015, when they had to move it to Baton Rouge, uh, that was a, it was a tragedy you know, there in Columbia. They just couldn't do it. Uh, the Marshall game in 18, I was like, well, you know, they probably looking back could have played same with 2016 in Georgia at home. Uh, so, so I, I was kind of, I didn't really feel great about those. Uh, but this one, you know, I, maybe I feel maybe I'm just selfish and, and impatient, you know, wanting to get to the game and, and get it done. But, uh, you know, I, I didn't have a big problem with this. I, I do think they made the right call, you know, with regards to, uh, you know, not just the weather, but the overall setup. And, and the University of South Carolina is sort of situated differently than, say, Clemson uh, in the sense that, you know, it is further toward the coastline. Uh, when you do evacuate, you know, Clemson and, and, and the upstate, the upstate, the bigger cities in the upstate get inundated, but uh, that far northwestern corner, maybe not so much. So uh, I get it. it. It was good. I'm glad that uh, Ray Tanner, Buddy Pugh and uh, Shane Beamer and everybody agreed. Uh, both schools uh, are coming in and playing it tonight. And heck, it's a, it, it goes from being a noon kickoff where nobody would be watching uh, to the only one of the only college football games on tonight, which yep. uh, of course is up against the NFL, but you know some people aren't NFL fans, so it, it'll be good a good chance to you know get some exposure uh, on the SEC network in prime time that maybe you know wouldn't normally have happened. Yeah, for sure, and I, I'm excited. Side note, I got my family coming into town tonight, so we're gonna have us a big family affair watching the game, and and uh, should be a good night. Should be a fun night at Williams Bryce Stadium for sure. Um, let's talk on the field, JC. And first, we'll just lightly touch. You know, it's game day for South Carolina State, but we haven't talked to you really since the uh, the Charlotte game. Obviously, Marshawn Lloyd was what really stood out. I feel like that was the story coming from that game, but. You know, I won't dive too deep into the weeds on it because, again, it's game day for this game. But mm -hmm. biggest takeaways from that one, I mean, I know it's hard to draw conclusions from these these feel-good games or get-right games or what have you, but uh, Marshawn Lloyd, certainly the story. Anything uh, anything else that jumped out from that big win over Charlotte? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the other thing about it, Chris, I was thinking about this, and I, I, I didn't mention it in talking about this game, is, you know, the get-right games Carolina's had, you know, exceptions probably you know eastern illinois in the opener last year you know they haven't really gotten right you know <laughs> uh if you think about troy you think about vandy you think about you know east carolina was going to be tough because it was up there but uh you know georgia state this year you know you, you sort of look at the box scores of those you're like man carolina was kind of fortunate yeah. um you know very happy for lloyd i, I think another uh Probably a more underrated aspect of the of the game. Two things uh, stand out: uh, Christian Bill Smith coming in, uh, getting his first real significant action 
scoring two touchdowns, showing that physicality, showing he's healthy, ready to go. You know, they were counting on him uh, to be kind of that second back, you know, this season. Uh, so I thought that was a positive, and, and I'm, I'm looking forward to watching him play tonight. Uh, also, uh, on the offensive line, Ja'Kai Moore and Tyshawn Wanamaker at tackle. Uh, you know, Tyshawn sort of outplayed the rest of the guys the last two years. I mean, he got beat out in camp by Dylan Wanham. But, uh, you know, I thought he played really well, and I think that uh, Ja'Kai Moore, who is finally healthy, obviously was a big-time recruit. Carolina beat Clemson and Penn State on him. He's from Northern Virginia. Getting out there and competing like he did, regardless of opponent, uh, was a welcome development. And then third, you know, the defense. Uh, and I said it, you know, the week before the Charlotte game, I talked to a coaching buddy of mine, and he's like, South Carolina's got to start taking chances on defense. You know, they can't just sit back and bleed to death. And in the second half, you saw South Carolina's defense attack the Charlotte offense, kind of take the fight to them. Uh, I think if South Carolina's going to get better and better on D this year, that's kind of the strategy Clayton White and those guys need to take, you know, and, and, and then you just live with the results because sitting back and letting them punch you in the face and make play after play, uh, regardless of if you limit explosives or not. I mean, that that's, that's the way to die a slow death. You know, I'd, I'd rather yeah, go out death fighting. Death by a thousand paper cuts. Yeah, I'd rather go out fighting. And, and I thought the second half, you know, Clayton White, the defensive staff, made the decision to do that. And, and I think it worked well. And I, I think I think that type of, of play uh, will continue to work well this year, you know, even against SEC opponents. Uh, provided the offense doesn't, you know, just go back in the tank, and then that's a problem uh, as well. Yeah, I, I agree with you, JC, on the defensive side. Again, I, I think it's one of those things where, yeah, you might limit the explosives, but I, I can live with making aggressive mistakes. Making conservative mistakes is just it, – it's it's hard to say. And, it, and it's demoralizing. It's just demoralizing when, you know, when you got a Charlotte going – seven for seven at one point on third down you're like you just mentally you're like i don't think we can stop them like yeah any, hey, any third down they get you're like well here it comes i mean it's I, just I, i've yeah. seen it and you know the, the key with like i don't i don't necessarily always mind them but don't break because uh, i think a lot of good carolina defenses have been that way i, I remember the east carolina game must champs first year my gosh they went up and down the field and, uh but with the thing carolina did in that game they tightened in the red zone uh, this defense this year has not been tightening in the red zone. It's they, the other teams get inside the 20 and it's the same old, you know, five yards, three yards, four yards, you know, six yards, chunk, 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 uh, you know, and they just weren't getting off the field. So I, I felt good about that plan of attack and <clears throat> certainly tonight. Uh, I think they need to do the same thing. South Carolina state's got a future NFL wide receiver and Shaquan Davis. They got a veteran quarterback in Corey Fields. Uh, I, I think Kentrell Flowers is going to be back at running back, um, but South Carolina has an overwhelming advantage up front with their front seven on defense. Uh, they got playmakers in the secondary. You know, I, I think uh, as Todd Ellis always says, "Let them eat, let them eat." You know, let them eat uh, tonight uh, defensively, uh, and don't let South Carolina State come in with some you know, cute game plan where Davis is going off and and you're in a game that you really shouldn't be in. Right. Yeah, I was, let's start on the defensive side, JC, because everybody wants to talk offense. So we'll <clears throat> we'll switch things up a little bit. Um, to your point, defensively, how do you attack SC State? Is I, I guess you just mentioned, obviously, aggressiveness, getting after them. I agree putting the pressure on them. 
Um, they've obviously got the, the Davis kid on the outside. I think that matchup with him and Cam Smith is going to be a lot of fun and just him against the South Carolina secondary. But, uh, you know, how are you attacking SC State? Again, it's, it's interesting to ask you questions like this because on one hand, just to be transparent, it just feels like a game where South Carolina should be able to kind of just do whatever. I mean, but, mm. but you, you still want to go into it and, again, pull as many positives as you can and execute on a game plan. So defensively, what is that game plan for you? Is it, is it that attacking nature like you were mentioning earlier or is it something else? Well, you, you have to be a little bit careful because uh, uh, if Flowers is back, you know, he played in one game against Bethune-Cookman this year, and he went off 16 carries, 153 yards. It's Bethune-Cookman. They won it easily, 33-9. to nine. Other than that, they were held to 12 rushing yards against NCA&T last week, North Carolina A&T, at a 41-27 loss. And then they only mustered 91 yards against UCF in a loss in the opener. Uh, so, so they're not really a running football team. You know, SC State used to run – uh, something kind of similar to Rich Rodriguez's offense with a lot of zone read, running quarterback, that kind of thing back in the in the 2000s, last time, late 2000s, last time South Carolina played them. Uh, they're much more uh, of a pass-oriented group with uh, former Gamecock quarterback Bennett Swagger dialing it up. Um, what you want to avoid is, you know, look at the, looking at the stats and saying, all right, they're just going to try to throw it, so let's go. And then you make mistakes and over-pursue and Flowers is running a draw play for about, you know, 70 yards and a touchdown. You don't want to gamble too much there uh, because I do think him being healthy is a key to their rushing attack. But they're not – they haven't shown the ability to really run it consistently. Uh, they sort of go as fields and, and that passing game goes. They've only played three games. It's their fourth straight road game. Um, you know, so uh, if I'm the Gamecocks, what I'm doing is just playing assignment football – uh, and seeing, you know, how, how well you can play the run if they try to run on early downs and then, you know, get after the quarterback, uh, whether that's with four, whether you're blitzing, uh, whatever. You know, I, I do think Davis is dangerous, but I also think Fields under pressure is not the most accurate uh, passer there is. You know, he's not a guy like a, you know, I don't know, uh, name, your, name your QB, Trevor Lawrence or – uh, in college or Bryce Young, you know, you go after Bryce Young, uh, he's going to step up in the pocket, fire it down the field, and, and you're dead, you know. But Fields isn't that kind of guy. So I think you've got to make him uncomfortable and then just make sure there's no kind of uh, – I call it a sneak attack. A sneak attack in the run game uh, provided Flowers is healthy. Now, offensively, JC, I know we've talked all week about getting Spencer Rattler going and and working on the downfield passing game. You know, it's interesting with this weather, you're going to have about 15 mile an hour winds. So I wonder how that affects the game plan. And also, you look at SC State defensively, uh, giving up 255 yards rushing per game. The run game, I think, will be there yet again if South kind of wants to take it. But I think you and I would agree uh, balance, if at all possible, is what we want to see. Again, you got to take the weather into consideration. So how much they throw the football, I think it'll be interesting to see. But as balanced an attack as possible. I think that's really the end goal and what fans want to see. And, and just, again, starting to build some real confidence for Spencer Rattler as you gear up for Kentucky next week. Yeah, you know, I, I look at that. And I, you know, I went back and watched uh, a lot of the Charlotte game and stuff, and it, it, I guess you, you see him run, 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 and, and, and run at will, and it's kind of like, well – you know, they, they didn't take any shots, whatever. I, I thought Rattler quietly had a very efficient football game. 
Uh, and there may be games this year where that's what he has to do is just be efficient, keep them honest, and, and kind of they didn't pass to set up the run against Charlotte because Charlotte just couldn't stop them. Uh, but there could be some games this year where those little short passes and stuff uh, are effective, uh, and then you back them off and you and you you start to run the ball. Uh, I'd like to see more vertical shots. Obviously, uh, you know I think if there's a guy uh, when you're just talking about you know, the wind and how that could affect things. You know, I mentioned fields. I think the wind could affect their vertical game. I think Rattler's got enough velocity on his balls, though. He can slice through it. Now, the winds get up to, what, 25, 30-mile-hour gust. That's a little bit different. You know, that's a different story. But, uh, you know, 15, I, I, I think he could probably, you know, has enough arm strength to handle that. Uh, you know, I'm looking for Juice Wells, the juice to get loose again. Uh, you know, came back what was not catchless against Charlotte like he was against Georgia, which I'll never understand why he didn't get any targets against Georgia, but that happens around here sometimes. Um, yeah, I'm looking for him to get loose. Obviously, Jaheim Bell is on what I call milk carton watch. Where is he <laughs> in the passing game? Uh, I mentioned Christian Bill Smith earlier. I, I think this is a chance for him to really get going, uh, you know, and all that. Um, you know, and, and 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 Austin Stogner to a certain extent too. I mean, nine catches and in, in what uh, four games? That's not bad. I mean, that's that's two a game. He's a tight end, but uh, I'd like to see him get a little vertical, go across the middle a little bit, because uh, you know he doesn't he hasn't made a lot of plays this year, like like his highlight plays at Oklahoma down the field, yeah. uh, and and he's capable, and that's a weapon when you have a guy like that. I mean, you you know you you watch pro football, you can see that, right? Uh, not to not to bring up a sore subject there with pro football, but uh, it's uh, you know that, he's kind of on my list too. And you know you, you can just put Josh Van on that list from now on. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for him in a lot of ways because he had such a great year last year. He's had some drops, and frankly, he's just been outplayed uh, by Jalen Brooks and, and some other guys this year. Uh, I, the, the the most negative thing outside of the early defensive struggles last week, I thought was. Man, 75-yard punt return for Josh. You feel good about it, and penalty brings it back. So it's been a tough year for him so far. Uh, and, and just kind of look at it at him on a personal level and what's happened in his life, being a new father uh, and stuff like that. You know, he's a really, really good person. Uh, and you pull for somebody like that, just like we all were pulling for Lloyd to have a breakout uh, type game. You know, I'm, I'm just I'm just pulling for Josh to kind of get out there, get some catches, make some plays. Uh, because he's been, you know, not, almost non-existent this year in the passing game. So that's that's kind of what I'm looking for on offense. You know, I like I said, if, if the weather, if the wind gets a little bit more ridiculous than 15, you know, they may have to just ground and pound a bit. But uh, you know, considering what State's done against the rush this year, I mean, in that Bethune Cookman game that they won 33-9, Bethune Cookman still rushed for 191 yards on them. So they they're not the strongest. Uh, run defense. Uh, I think they're like, uh, you know, Charlotte's bottom of the barrel in FBS, SC State and FCS. They're 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 down there. You know, six hundred and two total yards against UCF. Uh, no matter how good Gus Malzahn is, that's a lot of yards. Uh, and Carolina should have similar success tonight. Yeah, J JC, I was going to say, if you're going to put Jaheim Bell on a milk carton watch, then what would you put Josh Van on? Um, <clears throat> Missing, have you seen me? <laughs> yeah, signs, he's, he's, he's the sign. Yeah, he's, the he's up, there, out. up there in the gas station, man. Yeah, the signs are out. 
Um, let's uh, switch gears a little bit, JC. In, in regards to this game, you know, I, I think we both feel very confident what the end result's going to be. And, you know, I've called it a name your score game. Is that a little aggressive? I don't tend to think so, but I mean, whatever. I, it's a game that we feel confident South Carolina is going to have their way. It's going to be a fun night for the Garnet and Black. So, this is a game you expect to in the second half at minimum to get some different guys in there, get mm-hmm. some younger players. I know defensively we've already played a ton of young guys. Um, really, we didn't have a choice, right, because guys have gotten injured. But uh, is there a specific youngster you'd like to see get in the game and get some more action and kind of – you know, because this is the week, right? This is a game to give guys opportunities to just see what they do under the lights against, you know, competition. There's only so much you can see in practice and scrimmages. You know, it's it's different when you get live bullets in an actual game. So, is there a certain player? You know, we haven't seen a quarterback outside of Spencer Rattler or Luke Doty take a snap. Is this the night you see a Tanner Bailey or a Braden Davis or a, a Colton Gothier? Maybe even to carry on Joiner, get some looks under center. Um you know, just to get them some experience. But any young guys specifically that you would like to see and you realistically could see getting in this ball game late and getting an opportunity? Yes. Uh, I'll say this. I want to see more Bam Martin Scott on defense. Uh, you know, Stone Blanton's healthy again. I, I, Those two guys, man, I, I really think they're going to need them, uh, you know, as we move forward for depth purposes. I mean, one more injury at linebacker and one of those guys is playing. So, uh, Donovan Westmoreland is in that category uh, as well for me. You know, on the D-line, T.J. Sanders uh, has been playing. I want to see more of him. Uh, you know, Brian Thomas, if he's going to be an edge and be in the rotation, he needs as many snaps as he could possibly get moving forward. Offensively, it's one guy, uh, Lavoisier Carroll. I, I, you know, I understand Turbo Miller is ahead of him or whatever and has kind of been the mop-up duty guy. But Lavoisier is learning how to transition back uh, from corner to uh, running back. Uh, and then and, and I don't think he's hurt. I mean, we, you never know with injuries around here. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, I would like to see him get some carries if the game gets out of hand. Because I, I, I think when you're talking about Miller, you're talking about a one-year guy that's a walk-on. Uh, Lavoisier was a top 100 recruit, obviously the elite athlete. Uh Red shirted last year at Georgia, so there's no red shirt. I mean, I, I would play him uh, and get him as many snaps and carries as possible uh, when the time is right, just just for the future, because you just don't, you know, he's not going to actually get. He'll get better, but but, but the best way to get better quickly in football is to play the game in the games. Right. Um, and, and so I'd I'd really like to see him, and have been kind of surprised uh, that he hadn't. Uh, gotten out there uh, more uh, in, in some of these games that have gotten out of hand. Kind of on a fun note, JC, Nashawn Goddard is the offensive line coach for South Carolina State. And I, I would just love to get your takes on I'm not sure if you've ever had any like one-on-one conversation with him or when you got to cover him at South Carolina. Obviously, was a fantastic player for USC. And I bring him up because I've had him on my airwaves and just a phenomenal conversation. He's one of those guys that lights up a room and just really, <clears throat> excuse me, really cool. I feel like that he's coming back, and I know this is a big game for him, and he still loves the University of South Carolina and loves being a Gamecock. Just talk about him, and uh, I, I don't know if you ever had any one-on-one combos with him. If you did, what your takeaways were from him, and obviously your takeaways from, you know, when he played at South Carolina. Yeah, the pride of Dayton, Ohio. He was a, a Holtz recruit and ended up playing for Spurrier the last year. Uh, I had just gotten – out of the newspaper business and into the internet uh, rivals.com I, I, I joined that organization in December of 2004 
uh, and was not covering the Gamecocks at the time. Uh, his last year, I think, was 05. Uh, but, yeah, the type of guy that, you know, anybody you talk to that's affiliated with the Carolina program absolutely loved him. They still love him. I think he's a, I think he's a good coach. Uh, you know, I, I think he's got a bright future. Um, it certainly uh, was part of a lot of interesting teams at South Carolina there. That end of the Holtz era, beginning of the Spurrier era, was, was very interesting, uh, you know, around South yeah. Carolina. And, and I'll never forget uh, the tackles on that 05 team. You know, it, it, interesting thing about that 05 team, too, that, that Spurrier's first team was they didn't arguably Shane Beamer inherited a more complete roster from Muschamp. And I know Muschamp did not inherit as complete of a roster uh, as Spurrier did, but it was still, I mean, there were still like walk-ons starting on the offensive line and it tied in by the end of the year. Uh, the running backs on that team were true freshmen or Dacus Terman. Um, they were thin, uh, but, but then you look at it, you look back on it and you know, well, they did have Chris White at center. Uh, they did have Nashawn Goddard and Jabari Levy at tackle. Um, you know, obviously, uh, Savelle Newton played a big part uh, in, in that year before her. Uh, and then uh, I think what really gets lost is Jonathan Joseph and Coach Simpson in the secondary. I mean, that secondary was really good. Uh, but I remember Goddard, um, a good quote he had after, after the Gamecocks beat Florida about Coach Spur. He said, you know, he's just – taking this team and put it on his shoulders and elevated it. Uh, and, and that's when you kind of – that quote has always stuck with me because, you, you know, after those games where Carolina beat Tennessee and Knoxville and then came back and beat Urban Meyer and the Gators uh, with Spurrier's first uh, contest against his old team, uh, you just kind of felt that. It, it was kind of – his quote was sort of a reinforcement – uh, of why, you know, Steve Spurrier is kind of a magical coach uh, and came in and uh, you knew at that point, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's going to elevate this thing one way or the other. And ultimately he did. Giving me chills, JC, because those are the time, those are the teams that I really grew up with. You know, I, I tell people end of 02, beginning of 03, when I was about 11 or 12 is when it really clicked for me, what kind of football meant. So those first couple Spurrier teams, those were, and you know, the end of the Holtz era, those were, uh, the teams that I really grew up on, I know for every Gamecock yeah. fan, you can tell kind of which era Gamecock fans grew up in. Because, like, even the 90s, you know, we, we, we've got somebody that tunes into this, and I know others too. Like, you know, those teams in the 90s weren't all that great. But it's, you know, when you grow up with certain teams, it's like those are the teams you fell in love with. It really doesn't even matter what the record was. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was the 80s. Because uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't really understand football when, when I was, you know, six, seven, eight. Uh I don't know why the sport just was, it was complicated. You know, I knew, I knew all about baseball since I was five. I mean, it's easy, you know, basketball, put the ball in the hoop. That's fine. The intricacies of football didn't really, I guess it was 86 was the first year's Todd Ellis's redshirt freshman year where I was like, Oh, this is what this is. This is awesome. <laughs> you know? Uh, so the 80, the eighties teams were there. And then I suffered through most of the nineties. Uh, you know, I was in college and stuff and, uh, we used to go to games all the time. And then then those teams you were talking about from 00 to 06, I rarely missed a, a, a game home or away. Yeah. Uh, you know, and um, I don't – I think I've gotten older and don't don't really enjoy going to the games as much anymore. But um, I uh, – uh, you know, I th – those are memories for me too. I mean, that, that – uh, uh, I'll never forget how despondent I was 
And I wasn't this despondent until 2017 Kentucky again. Uh, after the Independence Bowl, they lost to Missouri that year. Spurs first team. Yeah. Uh, big in that game, too, right? I, was a, I, was, I, I, I went game, to yeah. Shreveport, man, you know, and uh, up 28-7. It looks like the fun and gun is back. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, I guess Nick's left the middle of the field wide open for Brad Smith to exploit, and they came back and won. And I'll, I'll never forget how despondent I was after that game. Luckily for me, I went to the Horseshoe Casino afterward. We won $400 playing blackjack, so I was all right then. <laughs> but, uh, you know, th- those were magical times. You know, and no matter what, you know, almost lose to Wofford, that's okay. You know, get blown out at Auburn with Antonio Hefner at quarterback, that's okay, you know. That, that loss to Clemson in 05 was brutal because Sidney Rice dropped like the one pass. He would drop his own career. Uh, and he, I think he was going to fall into the end zone. They didn't score a touchdown. That game's 13-9. That's okay. You know, you just kind of believed good things were going to happen. And doggone it, they did. Yeah, there was a purity of those times, JC, I feel like, especially like in, <clears throat> in 05 because now, you know, we – and I'm not saying this is a bad thing. It's a great thing, obviously, that Steve Spurrier raised the expectations. But, you know, now we expect to beat Tennessee. We expect to beat Florida. We expect to beat, you know, we want to beat Georgia, whatever. And it's like, I just remember 05, like, beating Tennessee for the first time ever in Neyland, beating Florida for the first time since, like, 1930. There was a there was a purity to it. There was a purity to it. By the way, shout out to that secondary. Fred Bennett was another guy that was. Ah, I forgot it. Yeah, Fred Bennett and yeah, Bennett I, and Joseph Tony, on the corners. That was a hell of a duo. And then Tony Woodson a backup too, and yeah, yeah. Tony started the next year and, yeah. and actually got drafted. That was something. Yeah, because Tony had a big pick six, I think, in the 08 Tennessee game. I think it was right. Yeah, had a yeah. pick six in that one. Really good anyway, player. Anyways, JC, this has been incredible, man. I appreciate you taking the time. Obviously, again, happy game day. Looking forward to the game oh, yeah. tonight, and of course. Next week, we'll do it. It'll be a big one as we get ready for that Kentucky game, a pivotal one on the schedule, of course. But we'll worry about that this time next week. Appreciate you, JC, and always a pleasure to chat with you, and we'll do it again soon. And thank you for having me on you, you guys' airwave as well. Oh, that's no problem. Thank you, Chris. It's been fun this week, and uh, we'll holla at you soon. Happy game day to everybody out there. Yeah, man. Take care, JC. Appreciate it. Great stuff from JC Sherbert. Inside the Gamecocks, the Big Spur, where you can check out all of his work. Be sure to follow him on social media. And, uh, yeah, check out their daily show that airs. I think they'll get going right here. 11 to 1 is when you can tune in to them. Guys, we're going to jump into a quick break. But on the other side, I want to hear from you. It's game day. Your questions, your comments, your calls, and more on the other side. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377 here on this Thursday, September the 29th, 2022. It is game day. Phone lines are open. Would love to hear from you all. Let's see. We'll dive back into your questions. Those in the Big Cock Club Discord. Craig Phillips says, can't wait to see the new merch you're going to add to the store. Yeah, this weekend, I'll be after it, man. I'll be after adding new merch, hoodies, long sleeves, pullovers, uh, everything in between, beanies. So, a lot of our fall line, our fall line will take place. Um, Appreciate you all. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to drop the new merch, man. Excited to drop the new merch. Uh, It'll probably be hoodie season tonight with the breeze blowing and everything like that. So, definitely. (laughs) it as soon as you can. Let's jump to the phone line. 
Robbie Davis, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? I, I, feels I, weird. Robbie, I thought about you yesterday, my guy, because on my way home from the mountains, I stopped and got Zaxby's. Indeed. So let's go. Yeah, it was it was it was fantastic as well. It was fantastic. So I'm I, I think they put I honestly I think they put drugs in the chicken. You think they put drugs in the chicken? Okay, so you're saying anchovies in the Zach Not sauce literally. and drugs in the chicken. Hell of an establishment Zaxby's is running. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, it, no. I mean, it tastes that good. You think they put some sort of drugs in the, in the chicken? Yeah. Hmm. But anywho, I, I, I still think that Even though it didn't happen last week, I think I think I think we see a special teams touchdown tonight. I think we do. If it was it, honestly, if it I like, if it was me, I'm like, look, I don't care. Go for the block and do whatever you got to do. Because if you hit the football when a team is punting, but you hit the you hit the you hit the punter in the process, it ain't roughing the punter. As long as you hit the football. If I if I was our special teams coach, if they were ever back in the right back backed in the end zone, okay, their offense was backed into the end zone, mm-hmm. and they had to punt. I'd I'd be like, anytime they're in, in have to go eighty yards to get a t- to get a touchdown. If it's fourth down, I'm sending the house every time. I am sending the house, everything in the kitchen sink. I'm sending trash cans, lead pipes, the whole nine. I'm like, get get to the football. Attack. I mean, you said it yesterday, right? Attack. Attack. Mm-hmm. I don't care if if like I said, I like I said yesterday, I don't care if we up by sixty or seventy or eighty, ninety, or God forbid a hundred. Attack. Cause their job is to stop you. Your job is to score. And I ain't gonna lie. If I have, if I was playing a football game and I had, a, if I was coaching a football game and I had a chance to score a hundred, I'm doing it. Okay, I ain't gonna sugarcoat it. I would do it. But look, your job's to, like Spurrier said it, like he said, your job's to stop me. My job is to score. Spurrier, Spurrier said that mm-hmm. while he was here. Go out there, <clears throat> attack because you are because because obviously Rattler will have some incompletions. Okay, he will. Every nobody, no quarterback is perfect. Okay, but regardless of what happens, 
attack the defense. Because I think if we, I really do believe if we put South Carolina State on their heels and make them panic, they'll fold and we will put them away quick, fast, and in a hurry. Facts. And I don't care if we put them away early. Stay on them. 56 to 7, right? 56 to 7. Is not it is the prediction that I am I, that I gave you? Yes, fifty-six-seven. I think I if, and like I said the other day, if I was if I was Beamer and anybody that that, that helps with the offense, I'd I'd t- take the leash off a of rattler and let him go. Just take the leash off of him, let him go. Because like I said the other day, I feel like they have a leash on him. They need to take the leash off and just let him go. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see him air it out. Love to see him air it out, Robbie. What time are you guys getting into town? Uh, Let's see. He's going to be getting off about one, get here to – Get here to the house by one thirty. He's gonna take a shower. I'll be ready to leave by then. Because as soon as I hang up with you, I'm getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. That way, whenever he gets here, I'm already ready to walk out the door. But he's gonna get here by one thirty. He's gonna take a shower. We're gonna leave by two thirty. Okay. How long does it take y'all? About an hour and a half, or is it way shorter? An hour? <laughs> A little less than an hour. Depends on how bad traffic is. If if traffic is flowing and there's no hiccups, I would say 53 or 56 minutes. Okay. But if traffic is a snafu, then it takes a little a little over an hour, maybe. Gotcha. So. But yeah, but we do just. I don't. I, I'm one of them people. Like I don't care who the opponent is. I'm gonna beat your ass, and you're gonna regret playing. Okay. I don't care who the opponent is. I don't care if it's Auburn. I don't care if it's Florida. I don't care if it's LSU. And yeah, I don't care. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to beat you, no matter if it's if it seems like that or if it's SC State. No disrespect to SC State, but I'm gonna beat. I'm. 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 I'm getting. I'm. I'm paid to win. To win. A game, okay? So I'm going to do whatever I need to do to win and win convincingly. If that is keeping my starters in the whole game, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's the the goal is to win, Robbie, and in a night like tonight to win big for sure. Yeah. You said Absolutely. it, Coach Davis. You said it. Hell, you coach the Gamecocks for free, I bet. Uh, yeah, I would. I would. I want to earn my paycheck, though. Mm-hmm. See, I would do it until they come up with a number, and if I like the number, I'll take it. But um. 
and I don't know how good the quarterback is for state. Okay, I don't. But from what I heard, if we can, if we rattle him, he's going to make a mistake. Hmm. From from what I heard from JC, if we rattle him and rattle him early, he's going to make a mistake, and we're going to get a defensive touchdown in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair assessment, Robbie. Because SE State probably won't play, especially whenever they get into their conference or whatever they call it, you know, for schools like that, mm-hmm. okay? They're not going to play a team as fast as us, okay? And if and like I said the other day or the other week, if we turn it into if we somehow turn this into a track meet, I don't think I don't think state has the horses to keep up. Mm-hmm. I don't. Stranger things have happened, but I just don't feel I just don't feel like they have the horses to keep up in this uh game tonight. We will take care of business. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that scares me, though, right, because a lot of times we have a tendency to play really, really well, right, and then all of a sudden lay an egg. I don't think we'll have that problem. I don't th- I don't think we'll have that problem tonight. But one of the things that does scare me, though, a little bit is we'll kind of sort of look start slow and look past SE State and focus on Kentucky. Now, we don't need to do that. We'll focus on Kentucky next week. Y'all need to beat South Carolina State's ass, get a W, and then you can focus on Kentucky after you celebrate for 24 hours. Celebrate for 24 hours, then you focus on Kentucky, and you go into daggum Kentucky, and you give Stoopsy a butt cutting. Big facts. Robbie, well said. Hey, y'all be safe coming to the game, my friend. Um, should be a lot of fun, and hopefully maybe, maybe y'all could stop by the tailgate. If not, y'all have a good time tonight. Absolutely, bro. All right, man. Have a good one. Robbie, appreciate you, my guy. Be good. Take care. Great stuff from Robbie Davis. Guys, we're continuing to take your questions, comments, calls. John, are you – John, I thought you said you weren't going to – Um, I thought you weren't going to be at the game till like, kickoff. Are you now going to be there – Earlier? Is that correct, John? Need an update from John. Anyways, guys, 84379-0337. Travis says, put Zaxby University on our schedule. Yeah, for sure. Ready for the hurricane. I hear you. Okay, John says 545. Got you. All right, let's jump the phone lines. Hunter, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, how you doing? Uh, no, I'm doing good. Uh, I was just ready for the hurricane to come. Feel about to go downtown and see how uh, everything looks right now. Where are you at? Uh, Mulch Corner, South Carolina. Oh, okay, okay. You're down there by Chucktown. All right. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I have a question, though. What, what's your prediction for this game? 
Yeah, so I dropped my prediction yesterday. 66 to 10 is what I got, Carolina. Oh, there you go. All right. Um, and I don't know if you heard, do you think uh, Tanner Bailey or Braden Davis going to uh, play at all? Or? I would like to see them play. I, I'd, I'd like to see them get in the game. Um, I think I, it's a good know, opportunity for them yeah, to I, actually play. Yeah, I can't say for certain. Um you know, we haven't seen them to this point, but I tell you, this is the game to do it. If you don't see them tonight, I don't I don't think either one of them plays all year. Right, right. Yeah, you, you don't which is a shame, which is kind of a shame, which is kind of a shame, honestly, which is kind of a shame. So yeah, hopefully yeah. tonight's the night. All right, sounds good. That's all I want. Hunter, I appreciate the call, my guy. No problem. Hey, Take it easy. Yeah, be safe down there in Charleston. Appreciate y'all. And yeah, everybody out there, be safe. Uh, you know, hopefully – we're not getting the worst or anything of, of the hurricane or anything like that. But, uh, you know, definitely, definitely be safe. Take care of yourself. Hey, by the way, on that note, a quick update. We actually got a text from the Roach King himself saying that he didn't get hit too hard where he's at. So, thank goodness the Roach King is good. Uh, the Roach King is doing well. Lady Bree says, I think the weather's going to ha- attract the score to lower than our predictions. Well, I'll say this, Lady Bree. We will be able – it's literally a name-your-score game. Tonight is a name-your-score game for Carolina. If we want to win 66-10, to 10, we can do it. If we want to win 38-7, to 7, we can do it. We want to win 56-13, to 13, we can do it. You look at what SC State has done this year – haven't stopped anybody. I mean, their one win was against Bethune-Cookman. And even Bethune-Cookman ran for 191 yards, as J.C. Sherbert pointed out. So, I mean, the Gamecocks should be able to do really whatever they want to do. It's a name-your-score game. Again, I'm, I'm not – I don't feel like I'm, I'm making any sort of bold take by saying that or anything like that, but that's what it is. And it's no disrespect, obviously, to SC State, but, you know, the, the talent gap – is that wide? The talent gap. Chase, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, you know, just trying not to blow away with this wind right now. Uh, how are you, Chris? I'm doing well, man. Appreciate you asking. What's going on? I just going to put in my two cents. I think uh, my prediction for tomorrow, I'm going to put in 56 to 7 us. Uh, <clears throat> I think that you know, if the average fan gets excited about that, I, I don't know. I kind of got mixed feelings about it. I don't know how much you've seen in my comments this week in, in the Discord, but um, it should be expected that we win that much against this game. So, I mean, I'm not going to get too excited if I see Rattler throw for, you know, uh, a positive outlook of like 200 yards or something. Minimum, if the wind allows him to, that's another if or – Something like Lloyd busting open against this, you know, it's pretty much like almost playing, no, no offense, South Carolina State, but like a death in the blind school or something, basically, is what we're playing against uh, competition-wise. So, I mean, we should we should blow them out regardless. But all I look at this game is, is reps, getting reps. This is, You can't take too many positives out of this game besides getting reps and preparation for the upcoming part of the season. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of negatives that can happen, and if they do, that's just more of a, like, dude, how's this happening against, you know, SC State? So we really need to iron out any slight kinks or whatever and 
really like it's name your score type of game. Uh, you can't win big enough uh, type of game, kind of like uh, Charlotte uh, is the way I look at it. It doesn't matter. You just can't lose or be close uh, to get, you know, satisfaction from, you know, the most realistic, I'd say, most Carolina fans um, type of game. You just got to look at this game as reps. From each position point, you got to get reps on each side of the ball and, and get better. And, and if that, I mean, I don't want to have the starters in all game, but th- they need to get significant reps tonight. I don't care what the score is because what have we shown this year besides lackluster across the board, besides maybe our special teams and field goal unit, you know, I mean, other than that, I mean, it, it, there's multiple air, uh, parts of the, uh, the game that need to be worked on. Yeah. And that's all I got, but I do want to make a comment, uh, if Robbie Davis isn't in the locker room tonight with Beamer and them staring at uh, Marcus Satterfield in the eyes saying attack for the pregame work, uh, pregame speech, then we're doing something wrong as uh, Carolina fans. He needs to be in the locker room inspiring the, the, the team because, my God, I'm ready to jump through a wall right now. Anyway, go Cox. Chase, well said, my friend. Very fair. I think Robbie Davis should be in there as well. Um, yeah, I think Chase makes – very good points in regards to this game tonight. It, it is it, it is all about South Carolina. It's all about getting reps in a game like this. and Because, uh, again, you, you can't – I don't care who the opponent is. You can't simulate in-game reps and in practice and scrimmages. It, again, it doesn't matter the opponent. It just – it hits different, right, when it's in-game. So, I, I do agree what Chase said. You know, getting your starters as many reps as possible. Maybe you leave your starters in there – a little bit longer than you normally would because this is really going to be your last tune-up game of the season where you can really do that. and You can you can pick and choose what you work on and you can work on things. Rest of the season, you're just worried about trying to get a win, right? Tonight, you can really pick and choose, again, what you work on and, and, and what, 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 what you're trying to sharpen, if you will, what specific players you're putting in specific situations. So I think, again, you need to take advantage of it. That's why I've said all week long about – the passing game and getting Spencer Rattler going. And if you go out there and run for 500 yards, that's great. But this game isn't just about running for 500 or winning by 50. It's about making sure everybody's getting the reps they need. Everybody's confidence is as high as it, as it can possibly be leaving a game like this and going back into SEC play. Well said, Chase. I think that was a great, fantastic point you made. And again, hopefully we see a lot of that tonight. Guys, we're going to jump into a quick break, but on the other side, I want to continue to hear from you more, your questions, comments, calls, and more on the other side of the break. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. Here on this game day, Thursday, September the 29th, 2022. Again, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Very excited for the game tonight as South Carolina takes on SC State. A really cool game day edition 
of the Daily Crow. How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? Obviously, I, again, I appreciate y'all being flexible with everything, uh, being cool with a morning Daily Crow. We'll be back to the normal schedule tomorrow, 12 to 2. Also, guys, for those that tune in a TDC podcast version, I know that there was no podcast yesterday. I was on the road. We'll probably just skip that podcast. Hope you guys don't mind. We'll skip that podcast. We will upload today's show. Um, that one will be up by 1 o'clock. We'll say 1 o'clock. That one will be uploaded because it's normally an hour after. So um, appreciate y'all being flexible with everything. Appreciate y'all rocking and rolling with the punches and everything else. And uh, excited to get down to Columbia, man. We'll be out at Seawells around 2.30 or so. Uh, Chase Orvin says, over or under 200 yards for Lloyd. I'll go under. I saw you ask this question earlier, and I saw folks comment on it. I do believe that uh, – I think the under is the play. I think multiple guys will touch the rock. Um, I mean, I think Lloyd has another big night, but I, I think it's a great opportunity to kind of spread the love, Chase. I think it's a great opportunity. I mean, he didn't even have 200 last week, right? So, um, I think it's a great opportunity to spread the love, get a bunch of different guys' touches. You know, Lloyd, Christian Beal Smith, Juju, maybe Lavoisier gets in there, maybe a Nathan Harris Wainick, maybe an Amos – uh, Turbo Miller, just get some different guys some touches. So, Jaheim Bell, you know, might be carrying the ball to the backfield. Um, but do we see a guy like a Tanner Bailey? Do we see a Braden Davis? Do we see some of these other guys um, get in the game? That's what I'm kind of most interested to see. But I, I think uh, to Chase's point, I, like we said before the break, I think leaving your starters in there, getting quality reps, I think is really, really important. Lynn Turner says, when are you ordering your new chair? Uh, probably this weekend. I'll go get a new chair, yeah. I'm still in the, just the basic office chair, if you will, which it doesn't work too badly, but I tell you, the vibes in that chair in the mountains was immaculate. I mean, it's hard to ignore, right? So I think I'm going to have to most certainly take advantage of that. Um, let's see. Again, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Let's see here. Let's see. Kentucky OC says that he thinks Will Levis will be the first overall pick in the draft. I just don't understand the Will Levis love, bro, to that level. I, I don't get it. I don't understand. Um, I don't understand the Levis love to that point. So. Let's see. All-purpose yard leaders entering week five, and the Gamecocks don't have a single player on the list. How about that? Rocket Sanders leading the SEC in all-purpose yards, 625. Devin Ashane from Texas A&M right behind him, 625. How about Ray Davis from Vandy, 490 yards third? Let's see here. Chase Orban says, bring back the tail feather helmets. How about we don't? Hunter Johnson, not sure what the fit is tonight. I'm not 110% sure. I think a hoodie, though, will be pulled out. because It's, it's going to be breezy, mid-60s breezy. I think uh, I think getting hoodie season going, Hunter, is the move. I, I, I do. I do. So, we will see. Not 110% sure what the fit is tonight, but uh, I'll let you know. I'll let you know as soon as I can. Anyways, oh, Chase posting in the Big Cock Club Discord, the tail feather helmet. I, I'm just – I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan – not a fan, my guy. Not a fan. Not a fan. So, Anyways, guys, phone lines are open. More than welcome to call in. Would love to hear from you. Again, guys, appreciate you all, man. The love, the support. Um, yeah, means a lot. Means a lot. 
had a fantastic experience, you know, out of town first half of this week and changing things up and kind of a mental, a mental refresher, a mental reset, if you will. Um, much needed, much needed. So Lynn Turner says, yell loud tonight. I won't be able to help much from Raleigh. I got you, Lynn. We got you. We got you. Yeah, it's funny, you know, earlier this week, I was, or when the news was dropped, I, I was debating whether I was going to go to the game or not. And I was just like, you know what? Why wouldn't I? You know what I mean? Like, why not? Why not? You know, what's the other option? Just sit at home and watch on TV. And I, and I certainly could have done that. And, and I don't think anybody would have, would have held it against me. But I was like, I don't really, it's like, I don't really have an excuse to not go other than just not going. You know what I mean? Like, so. We'll see. I mean, we might not have anybody show up to the tailgate, but you know what? We're going to find out tonight either way. Um, looking forward to being out there, and it, no matter what, it'll just be great to be in Columbia. And, you know, looking forward to a really, really fantastic night. So, Courtney, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Hunter Kelly says, Steve Spurrier should be the assistant coach. Yeah, I think Coach Spurrier, I think Coach Spurrier is good on that. I think Coach Spurrier is good on that. Lynn Turner, if we were in storm mode at work, I'd make the trip. Yeah, the storm is really throwing a lot of people off. Um, I, you know, I, it's hard to guesstimate what the attendance will be. I think you're probably looking around like 35,000, something like that. I, I, I just, I'm not doubting Gamecock Nation, but I just think, guys, for a lot of people, you know, traveling and all that, I, I think the, you know, I want to say the student section will be good, but hell, I don't even know if the student section is going to be full. I, I just, will students show up for the SC State game? I don't know. Maybe Brennan M or, or, uh, I think Chase Orban's a student. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they can let me know. But, I mean, no, I'm not trying to throw shade at the student section, but they haven't exactly been, like, staying past the first quarter for any of the games. So, I, I don't know if students really will make it a priority to come to uh, to come to the game, or maybe they will. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Chase Orban says, should we put red stars on our helmets? Um, like the old school, you mean? I mean, it. It'd be cool if we wanted to just embrace the throwback, the George Rogers throwbacks, if you will. I'd be down with that. You know, I, I'd be I'd be down with that. But I, I, that's the only way I would do it. I wouldn't just do it to do it. If you're going to embrace the throwbacks, then by all means, go ahead. But um, Jeff Gulledge, weren't Stephen Garcia and some other guys supposed to be there for a half? Yeah, they, so they were. They were going to be honoring this weekend. They were going to be honoring the. 2010 to 13 teams. And so obviously I, I don't think that's happening anymore. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, obviously Steven's not in town. Nobody's really in town. So, I mean, maybe, maybe they still do the ceremony. I have no idea, but uh, the, the Roach King will not be present. The Roach King will not be present. John Edward, Braves are related for a huge series for Mets series in Atlanta. The Grom Freed Friday, Scherzer Wright Saturday, and Bassett Morton Sunday. Yeah, the Mets are a game up, right? The Mets are a game up, I believe. Okay, John, they postponed the ceremony. Okay. Courtney Washington says student section gonna be empty by halftime. Where, where my, where's Brendan? Where, where are the students at? I mean, honestly though, the, the student section has earned all of that criticism. I mean, you empty out by halftime, it's, it's. I don't know. I mean, it's just you kind of earn the criticism you get. So. Uh, I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, I thought I thought five points had kind of died off, so I'm surprised people are so so ready to go party. It's like, well, what what party is there to go to? I guess a house party. I, I don't I don't know. The Vista. I don't know. I don't know. So, but then again, man, I, I'm never I'm never 
I'm never someone to come down in the Gamecocks fan base. I mean, a lot of times, listen, you, 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 I understand the students left like the Georgia game early, but I mean, dude, you're, you're just, you're getting crushed. So if you don't want people to leave early, don't get crushed, right? Don't get crushed. So do they, let me ask you this. Do they still, do they still have, and Brendan can answer this, do they still have the incentive where if you stay, into the fourth quarter, you get like a you get like a a reward, not a reward for it, but do you get like a extra points? Do you get that? Does that happen still? Is that still an incentive to stay the whole game or no? Uh, Luke RJ says thoughts on people wanting the Braves name changed. Is that still a thing? I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. Uh, Carol Ann says, hasn't the game been canceled? The game most certainly, Carol Ann, has not been canceled. No, no. We are playing tonight. We are playing tonight. Brendan says, Chris, you know I can't answer that. Why, why would you not be able to answer that? Why is that a why is that a hot topic that students, like by USC, they get extra points or whatever for – Stay. Is, is that like is that some top secret information why is that why is that not a uh i just thought that was kind of common knowledge i don't know maybe i'm just spelling out company secrets or whatever anyways okay word anyways hunter kelly has the clemson game to move no they are playing What's interesting, too, is we could have played Saturday. Just looking at uh, the weather report and stuff like that, we probably could have played Saturday. But, you know, they had to make a decision. I, I don't blame them at all, right? You have to be ahead of it and, and think forward and make a decision. And Let me ask you guys this. I mean, we'll talk about this more tomorrow. What's your plans now for the weekend? You know, because that's, that's, the, that's the one downside, right, of having a Thursday night game is, is uh, you know, you have the – you have the game on Thursday, and it's great, but then your weekend is, like, wide open. It's just like, well, what do you do? So, um, y'all got any special weekend plans? Are you just going to sit around and watch football? I'm, I'm actually – it actually works out really, really well for me. I guess if the game would have been Saturday, it would have been the same thing. But I'm excited to take the weekend and work on some stuff and, and knock out some stuff here on the home front. And, uh, you know, we got some – we got a lot of merch to send out, a lot of merch to ship out to people. On that note, guys, at the TSUS tailgate today, if you guys are going to be there – which I wonder what the tailgate is going to be like. I wonder what it's going to be like. Um, I'm wondering if I should not be getting out there at 2.30. <laughs> I'm like, is that a little early? If I'm there at 3, guys, please don't, uh, please don't hold it against me. Either way, though, either way. Um, you guys got any big weekend plans? Jacob, yeah, the, the, moving the game is in our favor for the Kentucky game. Yes, yes, it is in our favor. Shane Beamer already saying they're going to take Saturday off. Um, so, John Edward, big NASCAR guy. I got to be honest with you. I am not a NASCAR guy. Not even remotely a NASCAR guy. So, uh, Cram, the game's on SEC Network. SEC Network. Noah John says he'll be here or be at the, what, the tailgate or in Columbia? About around four. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll probably be there at 3, between 2.30 and 3, between 2.30 and 3, because I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit around here and just do nothing, right? We're, we're going to get down there. Um, we're going to get down there, so, yeah. I'm hoping for a good crowd. I mean, I, I think it'll be solid. I don't think it'll be a great crowd. I think it'll be a good crowd. I think it'll be a solid crowd. Um, yeah, so. 
Austin, TDC goes till till uh, noon. So we got about 30 minutes left. We'll jump into a break in about 10 minutes or so, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, we started today at 10 o'clock. We'll be back to normal schedule tomorrow, 10 to 12. Podcast will drop tomorrow as well, guys. Going to be a late, late night for yours truly because uh, we'll be coming back here. We'll be coming back to Greenville after um, – after the game, and then I'll record the show tonight after the game for tomorrow. So it's going to be a late one. We'll be burning that midnight oil, but uh, we love it. We love it. No, Caden, I'm, I'm not. I'm not giving you that 30 minutes today, my guy. I'm not giving you that 30 minutes today. We gotta. We gotta get after it. And get on the road and uh, just write the IOU down. Write the IOU down. I guess. Chase said Saturday I'm going to Chimney Rock and winning some money on Price Picks. That's the plan. I hear you. I hear you. Um, <clears throat> Glenn Wine, does it disappoint you? that we have the most offensive talent since the Spurrier days, and yet the offense is the most boring thing we have ever watched. I mean, to this point, yes. Yes, to this point, yes, it does. Um, yeah, I mean, how could you not be a bit disappointed, right? How could you not be a bit disappointed with with what we've seen offensively to this point? It's uh, so... Hopefully it gets going. Hopefully it gets rolling. That's all I'll say. And again, tonight's a great opportunity to get Shane, or excuse me, get Spencer Rattler going. Um, hopefully we take advantage. Robbie Davis texts in, hey, side note, my dad has a show tomorrow night in Anderson, South Carolina. How about that? How about that, Robbie Davis? Lynn Turner says, in a Facebook group where you can buy and sell tickets and tickets are selling, so I would expect a decent crowd. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, Austin asked, <clears throat> Austin asked over under 42,000. I'm going to go under. I'd love to be surprised, but I mean, guys, again, you, you can't hold it against Gamecock fans for not going, man. I mean, it's the last second schedule change. It's South Carolina State. People are dealing with bad weather across the state of South Carolina and don't want to deal with it, so... I'll go under. I think it's around thirty-five to forty thousand. I don't think it's over forty-two. I, I think the, I think the lower bowl is pretty full, and the upper is is very scattered. I mean, I just, I mean, I'll just put it to you this way, guys. I'll put it to you this way: if you are sitting in the upper deck, like high in the upper deck, for the South Carolina State game, you, uh, you're you're a diehard. I mean, you're you're a you're a real one for sure. So, just go ahead and put that out there. You're, you're, you're a real one, no doubt. Hunter Johnson thinks it'll be between forty-five to 50000 I mean, that will be incredible, Hunter. That, 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 that will be, I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm not saying it's impossible because I don't ever doubt Gamecock Nation, but that will be thoroughly impressive. That will be thoroughly impressive. So, Austin Greer just says, we stink, Chris. Would you like to elaborate, Austin? Anything you, you'd like to elaborate on from that statement? Let's see. Austin War wins whipping pretty good here in G Vegas. Yeah, I have not stepped outside today, so I, I, I'm not – not exactly sure what it's like, but yeah, I mean, weather will be a factor tonight, of course. Uh, you know, does it affect how much you how much you you throw the football? Does it affect how much you throw the football? 
see. Cody Gaskins, what's up, man? Luke RJ says, Austin Greer likes Clemson as much as South Carolina. Ooh, the shots are being fired. Luke RJ throwing shots. Cody, I appreciate you tuning in, my guy. John Edward, my uncle lives in Florida, Orlando. Yeah, prayers to everybody down there in Florida. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, Lady Bree, yes, it's very windy today. Going to be about 15 miles an hour uh, at kickoff, or that's what the Weather Channel has said. So, yeah. That's what the Weather Channel has said indeed. By the way, complete side note. Complete side note. I started watching on Netflix the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary thing show. Bro, I'm through two episodes and I don't I don't know that I'm gonna keep watching it. I mean, that is a freaky weird thing, bro. That 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 is a freaky thing. Like I I, I don't like I get like I <laughs> I just I don't know that I need to um I don't I don't think I need to it dude it's so weird. I I don't I don't need to 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 like see the details of everything. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I think I'm I don't think I want to put that in my brain. I really don't. So I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna <laughs> two episodes in, I'm 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 out. I'm out. I just I don't I don't think I need to like let's go through every single killing and like let nah I'll pass. I'll pass. I'll pass. I'll pass. Let's see. Chuck McIntosh. We'd love to absolutely see an offensive performance with no turnovers and 400 yards passing. <laughs> hey, Chuck, sign me up. Sign me up. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, I mean, I just think the show's gross, like, honestly. Kins still hammering the over on Rattler's passing yards for the season. You know, it's funny. He's on pace and it's going to be close. It's going to be close. Um, I mean, am I still hammering the over? Probably not. I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I'll just tell you this. If you don't get Rattler at 3,000 yards passing, just a, what, what a, what a brutal, what a brutal season. I, just what a brutal season. Because 3,000 is not even crazy. That's not even like a, a crazy number, is it? In my opinion, that's not really a crazy number. And, I mean, I think to the point that the point that Alex McGrath made earlier this week, I mean, the biggest problem with folks, the biggest problem with folks is that is that the offense looks the same with all the upgraded players we have. Jacob E. says, in the event we were to lose to Vandy or Mizzou, we really would need to reevaluate where the program is. I mean, that's that's not totally off. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of folks that need to reevaluate where the program is right now. I, I really do. I, I really do. I mean, the folks, and listen, I, I know I picked eight and four, but I was also very transparent saying that six and six could definitely happen. Um so I, you know, I, I let the, I, I, to be honest with you, I let the hype get to me a little bit. Uh, unless we make some huge shift and we get hot, right? Which, you know, could happen. We could still get to seven and five, believe it or not. It all comes down to that Kentucky game being the inflection point. It's starting to click there. But I, I just, I, I saw a lot of folks in the preseason talking about nine and three and ten and two and and challenging. Uh, 
you know, challenging Georgia for the East and all that. And, dude, I, I just – I really think you have to really reevaluate. If you're thinking about the South kind of football program in that way, you have to really take a step back and reevaluate. You, you, you do. You do. We are, we, are, we are light years away from anything like that. Light years. I mean, if that Georgia game didn't prove it to you, I, I, I don't know what would. I don't know what would. But we are – we are the program right now. We are in a position where, I mean, if we go to a bowl game and win the bowl game, we should be pretty happy with the season. You know, I say all that. I say all that. I, I say all that tongue in cheek because, I, I mean, I also, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to come down on any Gamecock fan for being upset if we go six and six even at this point, because I'll be upset because it doesn't make sense to bring in a guy like Spencer Rattler. I know the football team is bigger than him, but you bring in a guy like that and you bring in all these other transfers and you go six and six and the offense is anemic. I mean, I've told you guys, I'm giving it till the Kentucky game. I stand by it. The fire sap merch will be ready to go. I'll be dropping the merch from the wedding. Like, boom, go live, post across social media, get your fire sap merch. Uh, straight up. If the offense if the offense is still anemic, that's it for me. That 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 is that is it for me. Um Yeah, so I you know, but I say this, you know, I see Bree Hunter Kelly says shit, we can still go ten and two. Yeah, then you woke up. <laughs> On what? NCAA football? Nah, bro. I mean, I, you know, after the Charlotte game, and we'll see what happens tonight. I, I, I think right now I've pretty much accepted this is a six and six football team. I mean, if we go at this point, if we go seven and five, I will be. And but hey, if you beat Kentucky, it changes things a bit, right? If, if you beat Kentucky, it changes things a bit. Um, you know, it's 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 not the most important game of the season, right? It's not the most important. But as we talked about, I mean, it's it's huge inflection point. Huge inflection point. I'm not trying to look past the game tonight, obviously, against SC State. But as fans, we can do that, and it's, it's hard not to. Chase Orban says, Hunter Kelly's smoking the James Reynolds pack. <laughs> yeah, bro. Jam, jam, poor, poor James Reynolds, man. Poor James Reynolds coming in the Daily Crow. He calls in one time talking about 10 and 2, 10 and 2. If you're picking 8 and 4, you're a loser. Loser mentality. What about what about the folks that pick six and six that are probably going to hit the nail on the head? I mean, you know what's crazy? Jake Crane. I mean, Jake Crane smoking the Gamecock fan pack all 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 season thus far because everything he said, unfortunately, has kind of come to fruition, and I hate it. But at least to this point, it is South Carolina, as Hunter Kelly says. You never know. You never know. You just never know. We could turn this thing around and go in eight and four. Um, we could go eight and four. Luke RJ, I've had this necklace on for quite a while, my friend. It's uh, Ball and Bat Co. The boys at Ball and Bat Co. sent me this necklace. Shout out to them. Just pretty simple, but uh, Ball and Bat Co. Shout out to those guys. Hit me up on Instagram. We're like, hey, do you want to rock the brand? So they sent it over. It's just a baseball bat and a baseball. So I'm a baseball guy. So Ball and Bat Co. Todd Smith says, Chris, if we beat Kentucky, I'll donate $200 to the Spurs Up show. Todd, no take backs, my guy. No take backs. Todd Smith. God, now we even got more riding on that game. Uh, guys, we're going to jump into one final break, but I want to continue to hear from you more, your questions, comments, calls, and more on the other side. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. 
All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls. Final 15 minutes or so here on the Daily Crow. I want to hear from you, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. I believe it was, who was it? Was it Hunter Johnson that asked for a for a uh, a fit report? I think we're going all black, my guy. I think I'm going to go all black tonight. Might even bring out the black kicks because we got to stomp on SC State. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. Think I'm gonna go all black, my dude. Yeah, I think that's the move. I think that's the plan. So, um, Brandon Wagner, don't say poor James yet. We can still go ten and two. I hear you, my guy. I hear you. Hey, listen, listen. I'd love to see it happen. I, I'd, I'd love to see it happen. I truly would. I truly, truly would. Let's see. I wonder what unis were rocking tonight, by the way. Haven't heard much of anything on that, have we? Haven't heard much of... We haven't heard anything on that, I guess. So. Anyways, guys... Hope y'all are having a fantastic day. Staying safe from the hurricane. Chase Chase Orvin says, hey, Chris, shave your beard if we go 10 and 2. Chase, I've literally already put a tattoo watch on. Right? Which, which I like, is that not the safest bet in the history of the world, right? When I said before the season, if we if we win 10 games, I will get Beamer Ball tattooed on my ass cheek. Bro, that is the safest. Like, here's the thing, right? Because y'all keep saying, Chris, at some point, at some point, at some point, y'all, uh, you know, you know, at some point, Hold on, wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Chase, the the alehouse tour slide is fixed, my guy. That's the watch party slide. It is fixed. Ch- Chase is calling me out. Chase, I literally fixed it. Not Chase Orvin, the other Chase. I'm getting called out right now, and I did fix it. I, did you not notice that? I did fix it. Oh my God, Chase Orvin, did you? Good Lord, did you make that? Uh, did you make that meme? That's the, the the Jeffrey Dahmer meme. Oh my God, that's like disturbing. Even looking at it. Um. Anyways, sorry guys, I'm getting distracted here. Glenn Wine says classes just got canceled for students tomorrow. Now we can go extra hard. There you go. Congratulations to students. Class is canceled. Love that. Tanner Land says, if we win out, I will donate $1,000 to the Daily Crow. No take backs. No take backs. Um, by the way, somebody asked, is it even possible to donate $200 on a... Call I, 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 I'd love to find out. Here we go. Let's jump to the phone line. Tick set. 
Bree, what's going on? How are you? What's up, Chris? Hey, um, man, it's getting crazy windy out here. I'm like an hour from Columbia. It's just pretty, it might be kicking by tonight. But, um, hey, so after this game tonight, I reached out to you. I really want to do this with you, man. Like, I want to talk about that <laughs> scenario that everybody's bringing up. Like, oh, 10 and 2. Remember, I said at the beginning, like, when I first called in, there was like a, what, a five and seven to 10 and two season out there, basically by what everybody was calling for and this and that. And I'd like to get into the, the second half of the season with you and let's do a segment where we really hash out where those wins could come from and what is realistic and what are our dreamers, you know, and what are our jaded fans looking at. You know what I mean? Like, because we got guys out there that think we're about to win tonight, and then we're going to lose the rest of the season too. They think we're going to go four and eight. Yeah, yeah I, this is your last win. I, I mean, the funny part of it is, is this, Bree, is that I the season's gone exactly as I've predicted to this point, and I had us going eight and four. So I, I just what's really interesting about it is that it's not like we've lost a game we were supposed to win or anything like that. I, I it's it literally the feelings are just straight up coming from. Mm-hmm how we've looked to this point. That's what's kind of intriguing about it. But technically, we're still on pace to do what I predicted. Now, again, you know, how mm-hmm. you win, I talked about that literally for months, how you win is important. And the the how you win part is sort of what's been, you know, leaving us desiring more, if you will. But, yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, no, I mean, that's it. I mean, that that's the whole thing, man. I think um, – yeah, I just I really want to get into a little piece with you and diagnose like where are our fans' heads at? You know that these guys, some of these guys are literally thinking, "Hey, we're gonna have a four and eight season." That if it wasn't for like you know Charlotte, uh, Georgia State, and and uh, um, uh, uh, SC State, we wouldn't have any wins this year. It's like, wow, you're really you're really jaded. You know what I mean? Like you're super jaded. And then you got the guys out there a little more realistic, looking at the you know could be six and six, seven and five, eight and four. And then, you know, over that, 9-3, and 10-2, and two, that's, that was kind of dreaming. But, I mean, we had people at the beginning of the season when we got Spencer going, like you said earlier, hey, we're going to be competing with Georgia. We might we might get the – we might win the East this year. We might go undefeated. I'm like, bro, y'all got to a 12 in our season from one transfer? Like, I mean, honestly, like one transfer is going to come in and we're going to go to 12-0 and 0 from – two and 10 two seasons ago to from seven and six a season ago to two to, to now we're two and 10 or undefeated. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a little crazy, but I, I mean, pot, certainly right now, if you look and go, Hey, there's enough games out there to go 10 and two still. <laughs> I mean, is it possible? Sure. I, I guess, I, I guess anything is possible. I, I guess anything is possible. I, I, I don't see that, you know what I mean? And, and even with all my break, breaking down footage, as much as I do, I, I see where, you know, we like I told you, I feel like we got Kentucky. You know, there's some other games out there I think are going to come to us a lot easier than what we probably saw at the beginning of the season. Um, but at the same time, that's, 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 that's a tough schedule, man. You got us beating Clemson. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you this. If we beat Clemson, Nine and three and ten and two is a hell of a lot more possible according to what I'm looking at. But I well, you gotta tell me. You gotta tell me on no, that. No, no, listen, listen. I, I no no listen, listen. I, I let me let me make this very clear. I make my predictions over the summer and I drop them in July pretty early before most. And uh I make my picks then and I also say that I you know, I, I'm also make picks the week of the game. So the picks are subject to change because the information we have at hand changes and 
you know, I mean, if, if we went 0-11 leading up to Clem the Clemson game, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say, well, I picked us to beat Clemson in the preseason, so I'm sticking with it. So the, the, the predictions are subject to change. And, you know, I've had a lot of people ask me, Chris, do you still feel like we're beating Clemson? Do you, know, do you think if we play today we'd win? And I'd say, no, I think we get our ass kicked. So from what I've seen, uh, it hadn't looked nearly what I thought it was going to look like. And, uh, again, that's the interesting thing is that – I mean, here's the thing. Charlotte, a lot of fun. Tonight, going to be a lot of fun besides that, we just don't really have a whole lot to hang our hat on. We look like shit against Georgia. Arkansas, I mean, listen, man, yeah, we threw it all over the yard against the worst pass defense in the country, and I don't think the game was ever really in doubt because we weren't stopping Arkansas on the ground. And then Georgia State, we look like shit. So, you know, it's it's that's why Kentucky's going to be so important because if you go into that one and you play poorly and you lose – and you go into the bye week, 3-3, three and 0-3 three, oh and three in the SEC, you're going to be at the halfway point of your season with nothing to show, with zero quality wins. And that, that, that that's just going to be really tough. I, I think mentally for the football team, I think mentally, obviously, for the fan base, I think the fan base is going to be in complete shambles, and most will have just gone, gone ahead and write it off as a complete failure of a season, um, which is unfortunate, but it's just, you know, I, I mean – I, I can't beat up the fan base too much, man. The fan base needs something to crow about, cheer about. So, um, no, listen, my, my predictions are subject to change based on the information we have present. Um, so, yeah, so right now, if Carolina and Clemson were playing this weekend, I'd pick Clemson to win the football game. I mean, there's just no question because we haven't looked. We I, I picked South Carolina to beat Clemson. I like A lot of games in the second half, I picked South Carolina to win because I really believed, and this still could be true, I believed, though, that Spencer Rattler was going to be a game changer for us. I really did. I thought it's he gonna was going to be. It's going to happen, Chris. It might. It might. It might. No guarantee. It's going to be. It's going to. From your lips to God's ears. I, I mean, it, it, from your lips to man, God's ears. It, it, it needs to happen because, again, like thing, I said, man, we're, I, we're, I, I, I will guarantee you we don't run for 100 yards against Kentucky. Right now, I'll go on record and say it doesn't happen. I so, don't. So, I, if he, so if he doesn't play well. I, I, I'm not with you on if, that. If man. he doesn't play well, if he doesn't play well, we have no shot. And if you want to, if you want to convince me that we're going to run for 100 or more against Kentucky, I mean, that's fine if you believe that. But I'm just going off based off what I've seen. I don't remember the last SEC game. I guess Florida and Auburn last year. But more often than not, we can't run the football against SEC competition. I'm not making some bold take here. Like, we're not a good running football team. Our offensive line is not we very good. We ran the ball good. well two years ago with the same O-line, right? In the COVID year, yes, which I think was an exception nah, to the rule. I mean, rule, okay, so. let, 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 let's, let's asterisk that. But, I mean, we said we got the and same with a different OC. And, and with a different OC. Oh, different so, OC. Right. My not, analysis has kept saying that our other line's not playing that bad this year for us, and, and I think it's just everything's just coming together. Man. Show, show, show me, show me against work. competition that has a pulse. That's all I'm saying. If you want to, you want to prove it to me, we're going to show me Kentucky. Show me against competition that has a pulse. I, I would be more. Hey, we, last year that same O line you're talking about ran for 54 yards against that Kentucky defensive front. Show me this year if you want me to. Prove I hear you, but that's not the same defense they got this year, man. I understand, that but is not that same front, dude. I hear you, but show me, show me. I just, I, my point, my point being, I don't think you're going to beat Kentucky. You're not going to beat A and M. You're not going to beat Tennessee. You're not going to beat Florida. You're certainly not going to beat Clemson if we're not getting damn near the best version of Spencer Rattler. I mean, he just, he just got to step up and put the team on his back to a degree. I, I just, I really do believe that because you're not going to run for 295 yards. You're not doing it. 
this team's identity is not running the football. It's just not going to be. I, I just I don't believe that. We're going to be we're going to finish again tenth or worse, one of the worst teams in the, in the SEC in running the football. Like that's probably what's going to happen. I'm okay with that, but I thought Spencer Rattler was going to be the guy to help us overcome that. And that's why, you know, I, I just haven't seen the passing game where I'd like – and now that again, that doesn't mean it can't get there, but that's why I think, like, using a game like tonight to just start to show that, you know what I mean, it is important. But we'll see. Maybe maybe we are maybe, – maybe we should just start running the triple option and run for 400 yards a game. I don't know. No, <laughs> no that's not – that's not going to happen, man. That's not going to happen. It's going to be with balance, man. It's going to happen with balance, but – it's going to start with the O-line, man. They're going to create the holes. I mean, we're looking past tonight to Kentucky. Is what I'm telling you, man. There's going to be holes there. Our run game is going to work. And by, by the time we get to Kentucky, they're going to have it together. Starting the night is important for sure. Not necessarily for the bomb passes and the huge vertical passes, but for the things you've heard me keep mentioning. And then by the time we get to Kentucky, we're going to be able to expose them with our run game enough that, that when they try to commit to stop it, that's when Spencer's going to shine, dude. That That's when we're going to see Spencer shine. I think that's when it's going to happen. And, and let me make this point, Bree. I'd rather you be right. I'd rather you be right and us beat Kentucky than me make fire Satterfield merch because the offense still looks anemic. I, I'd much rather you be right. Trust me. Trust me. Hey, man, if by the end of the year, if by the end of the year, the offense isn't looking like it's got it shit together, I'm going to be right there. Really like I said, I, I yeah, no, I, I hear you. And I don't like calling for, I, I don't <laughs> think, I don't think Beamer's going to make a change at least publicly middle of the season but to me it's like if you don't have it figured out by game six you've had enough time how much more time do you need you get spring ball you get summer you get fall camp and now you've had six games if you don't have it figured out by kentucky man I, i'm out i'm out i'm just completely out on sap i'm completely out there's no excuse there's no excuse it's coming together, Chris. I think I think a lot of the fans are just, just honestly, man. I think there's a big hangover effect from being disappointed that you know we're not seeing you know Dak and and Jaheim, you know be the stars when they were our stars to close out the season. But we have to remember those guys were our stars all through the last year. They showed up at the end of the year. Things happened at the end of the year. Right. Not a lot of right. And our offense and our so, offense stunk last year. Yeah. And our offense stunk last year. So, I mean, mm -hmm. true. I mean, <laughs> true. right. I, again, I, I think the, and we, I know we've hit 12 o'clock, but I, I think the biggest, as Alex McGrath said, it, it's just, it's, it's tough for fans because it looks really similar. And I don't think any of us were expecting that, but again, hopefully Charlotte, you balled out, you ball out tonight and that all, and you get extra and you get extra prep fingers crossed that leads into sort of your breakout performance, kick the door down. Here we are. We got it figured out. And, vault, you know, then you get the bye week, then you vault yourself into a big second half of the season. It, it could happen. I'm not saying it couldn't happen. I'm not saying 10 and 2, by God. But, you know, maybe maybe it does happen and we go 7 and 5 or, God forbid, 8 and 4 and Spencer Rattler gets drafted and we have the season we all hope. But it's just, it's you know, it's it's been a, a bit of a slow start. But, you know, you'll have the opportunity to co to correct it for sure. Yeah, just keep the positive vibes, man. It's still there. You you thought we were going to be Kentucky this year. I know you're worried that if Spencer, if it's because I know you thought it's because of Spencer, but it may not be that. But keep the hope, man. I mean, the, the season's there. I mean, Spencer's going to probably show out in Kentucky anyway. You're probably not going to be wrong that our quarterback's going to show to be better right now. That's a hard comparison if you look at the stats. Hey, man, Levis ain't playing that great either. Everybody's hyping him up, but 
you know, all the breakdowns on their play, man, honestly, they haven't had a run game and they've gotten a lot of lucky passes, man, to keep them in the game all the time. I mean, they're just, if they weren't able to air way down the field right now, they don't have much of a much other game going on. And that's against low level competition, man, other than Florida. I mean, it's, yeah. there's no, a lot I, going on. There's a lot yeah. of stuff, man. So it's, I gonna, think, it's all going to come together and like you can do. It's going to be happy stuff, bro. It's going to be happy stuff, man. Yeah. I, I do think UK <laughs> is overrated. So we will, uh, we'll see next weekend, but obviously it should be a fun one tonight. And uh, I'm excited to get there and, and take it all in. And again, it's it, uh yeah, it should be a fun one all the way around. Bree, we're going to jump off here. I got to get out of here and get ready yep. to go to Columbia. But uh, Y'all be safe. Yeah, I appreciate you calling it. And I'll, tell, and I'll, I'll tell you this. I will tell you this. Um, win, lose, or draw, Bree, the one guarantee I have for you is I will be here no matter what. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what it takes to be a Carolina fan. That's it? it. That's it. Show up. Show up for sure. Yeah. All right, buddy. Have a good one. All right, Bree. Take care. Hey, great stuff. Great banter there to end the show. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, my guy, Greg Bedinger, says, forgot to tune in at 10. Please post the JC segment. I will do that, Greg. I will go ahead and get everything downloaded. We'll get the podcast version uploaded. We'll get the YouTube clip video uploaded. Uh, and then we're going to be hitting the road. So, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Go Cox, beat SC State, and we will see you tonight at williams Bryce Stadium.